Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is TL, and you are now on the front line. Yes, it's still a stereo podcast, people. If you are looking for the news, this is not it. Y'all know it's just your boy coming out here on Facebook Live, asking a few questions with a few of his friends. I am not alone. I can barely hear myself. Oh, there I go. I am not alone. I am out here to share the stories. I hope you guys are listening. I hope you guys are listening. Um, if you can tell by the title, we um, got an interesting one for you. We're going to talk about the Judas and the Black Messiah movie tonight. Um, but before I get into Judas and the Black Messiah movie, I know some people had been asking me. They, they've been like, T.L., you know, it's, it's, it's been a while. And I, I, you haven't done a Black History Month show. Here we go. This is the Black History Month show, y'all. We're going to talk about it. But before I get into that, I got to pay some bills. I hope you got your libations because I do. And like I said, I'm not alone. Um, the average guy, Devin, is in the studio with me. Are you with me? Oh, he's with me. Boom. There it is. Hey, man, look, the, um, what we're going to do is we're, we're having a discussion. But before, you, before we start this discussion, I want you to get your libations ready because we're going to go down a different route. Um, Y'all know me. I like to think differently. If you've seen the Facebook post, and this is where I encourage you to think differently, I'm going to present some, some, some different point of views for you when it comes to this movie. I, at least I'd like to think they're a different point of view. It's my point of view. The, um, I also want to say, hey, I've been reading... The I've been reading um, my book, the the Black Bourgeoisie, and we are coming to a close in February. And I'm letting you know in the second week of um, March, I'm going to start a new book. Go out there, follow Goodreads list, Frontline Stereo Podcast, and the book at the top, Stony Stony the Road. That's the next book that we're reading. Come on and join in, read with me, because <laughs> to know better, we got to to do better. We got to know better, and we we don't know any better if we don't read. So I need us reading. Um, so come read with me. Um, go follow me. Um, you can follow me, TL, or the Frontline Stereo Podcast on the Goodreads book. Um, we are streaming live regularly on the Facebook page. I hope you guys are um, tuned in with me today so you can have this discussion with me. And we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any of your regular streaming sites, Spotify. We are doing it. We are we are we are everywhere. So I, I appreciate you guys staying with me, sticking with me. And I gotta throw some love out there. Message. Yes, they go my they go to security right there, baby. Um Desmond, I appreciate you you sticking around with me, um, coming out every every Thursday to hear the message or whatever point of view that's what i like to say because i'm definitely not the guy that that pulls a a crazy message out maybe from time to time i don't know i try let's get into it man look i i like i said hey look i wanted to people kept asking me they like tl look i I need you to do a black history month so you can't keep saying you blackity blickety black 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 and you won't talk about nothing when it comes to black history like i said here it is it's it's the this is the close of the black history month and the show that i'm doing I'm, i'm talking about judas um, they go, what's, what's up, man? Mike Lowry in the building. Um, look, we're we're doing the we're doing a relevant show because it's we're talk we're going to talk about the history of Fred Hampton. Um, it's being watched in the cinema today, and 
quite frankly, when it comes to Black History Month, personally, let me give you my views on Black History Month. Am I going to be a person who celebrates Black History Month? Yes. And I'm going to tell you why that answer is yes, because black history is American history. And that's something that we celebrate 365 days of the year. So in Black History Month, do I celebrate? Yeah. But next month, I'm celebrating, too. Um, Black History Month will forever and ever be the the awareness month that was started by one of the brothers of Phi Beta Sigma. And <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that <laughs> no, in there. Right, you see, how I did right, that. Yeah. Um, uh, it'll forever be Black Awareness Month and, and learning some some new history. And I'm gonna always teach my history, whether that be to Black people or whether that be to people of other races. Um, so it's all, you always have the ability to learn from me. Black History 365. That's what we're doing. But let's get back to Fred Hampton. Let's get back to Fred Hampton. That is Fred. I got to put the plug in. This is not a movie about Fred Hampton. Oh, let me let me just put this out there. Spoiler alert. If you have not watched this movie, it I'm definitely about <laughs> to spoil it for you. So you might want to watch this show on uh, you might want to listen to this afterwards or, or or after you um get a chance to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. This is definitely going to be a spoiler alert. This 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 movie, Judas, let me put that out there for all y'all think this is just about Fred Hampton, Hampton is Judas and the Black Messiah. So the show is really about William O'Neill, which is the Judas of the Black Messiah movie, which is basically going through William O'Neill's orchestrated assistance in the assassination of a, a of a very young, inspiring Fred Hampton. Okay, so, Dev, yep. you watched this movie, right? I did. This is what's surprising to me. Um, and when I say surprising, I mean young and old. Younger, younger people who I spoke with, um, they don't know who Fred Hampton, they didn't know who Fred Hampton was before this movie. Older people who I spoke with, when I say older people, I mean older than myself. Um, older than That's myself. Very old. Right. Older than myself, also younger than myself. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about people. So I, I'm I was I was fairly surprised that a lot of people didn't know about Chairman Fred Hampton of the Black Panther Party. Um, but then again, I'm biased. Why? Because I'm from Chicago. Um, not not only Chicago, I, I literally lived right across the street from Maywood. My house was on Ninth and Roosevelt for those who know the Broadview area or AKA the Maywood area. I got kids born in hospitals in Maywood. And, and that's where Fred Hampton made his stamp at. In the Midwest, and, on that too. Right? Oh, <laughs> he got jokes. Look here, man. Don't saying. don't you start no jokes. I'm just saying. Hey, man. Look, this is this is what we're talking about today. So if you haven't watched the movie, I'm, I apologize in advance, but you might want to start to turn me off and then come back. Maywood is in the building. Hey, man. Look. So this Judas and this Judas and the Black Messiah. I have a different point of view. Y'all know. Y'all gonna say, "TL, you don't never like nothing." I didn't say I didn't like it. I took some very amazing and wonderful things from it. However, However. it was a miss. Swing and a miss. Let me tell you why. Before, be, before I tell you why, uh, well, you know what we like to do on the Frontline Stereo Podcast. At least this year, um, we've started this thing called Goat Quotes. I want to queue up the Goat Quote because, yes, it is our chairman, um, we, affectionately known as Fred Hampton. Yeah, let's get that, that Goat Quote, baby. I don't believe I'm going to die from spitting on a piece of ice. I don't believe I'm going to die because I got a bad heart. I don't believe I'm going to die because of lung cancer. I believe that I'm going to be able to die what I was in the, the things that I was born for. I believe that I'm going to be able to die high off the people. I believe that I will be able to die as a revolutionary in the international revolutionary post-terror struggle. 
Why don't you live for the people? Why don't you struggle for the people? Why don't you die for the people? Before you go to bed, man, say I am a revolutionary. Make that the last word. <laughs> say that. Say I am a revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. And that was Fred Hampton himself talking and saying, I am a revolutionary. If you watch this movie, you watch Daniel Kaluuya play the part of Fred Hampton. And you remember the part where he goes, I am a revolutionary. <laughs> I am, say it with me, I am a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. They made Fred Hampton, um, you, we, in Chicago, we like to say the Chicago Police Department killed Fred Hampton. This movie killed Fred Hampton again. Wow. That is, that is, that is, that is my point of view. When you, when you this close to the family, I, I, my family's close to the Fred Hampton family. Um, Greg saying, if you watching tonight, come on, man, just, we, we, we gonna have you, when we start putting the link out there, I want you to call in because I think people don't understand how close my family, people don't want to, wouldn't believe me if I said my, my family's really close to Fred Hampton's um, family. Not only, not only were they close to Fred Hampton, like Fred Hampton to, to take a, a, a prolific speaker and an oratory, a guy who was applauded for his oratory skills and l- allow someone to say, I am a real lunar. Yeah. A real lunar. A real lunar. You know what I'm saying? By wow, Bill, you know, you are my man, Wood. <laughs> man, look, I know Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Daniel, my man who was in, in, in Black Panther, you are an amazing actor. But you did not fit the bill. And Ryan Coogler, shame on you for, for bringing someone in to try and mimic a Chicago accent and a Chicago dialect oh. that that really doesn't have it at all. That was a, supposed to be a Chicago dialect? Man, it, he, he from Maywood, Illinois. That's Chicago, bro. That's Cook County. But that was what he was doing? I, I've never heard you. No, I don't talk like that. And you don't either. Let me turn you up because you can, I can barely hear you say something now. Testing, oh, boom! There it is. Yeah, that that was terrible. That that's the thing. Um, it, it was casted wrong. This is why I'm saying it's a miss. If you've watched this movie, and I know you sitting back saying, "Yeah, TL, here you go. You don't like nothing." No, the, really, the casting was a miss. Yes, I am a avid supporter of ADOS, um, American Descendant of Slave Movement, and I believe that no, we should have casted someone who was from America, not the guy from Britain, not the guy over the water. He can't resonate the role the way it needs to be resonated. There was so many other people they could have picked. You can't cast. Oh, here's 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 one of my points on why I think it was um, they killed Fred Hampton again in this movie. Because Fred Hampton died. This is something that was surprising to me, young and old again, that didn't know this. Fred Hampton died at the age of 21. Okay, let me let me repeat this and say it the proper way. Fred Hampton was killed at the age of 21. He was murdered at the age of 21. So the guy that you that was just portrayed in the film was doing this at 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Wow. They casted a 30-year-old person, Devin. Yeah. To play the role of a 17, a.k.a. through 21-year-old's years. Yeah. His impact was felt in four years. Wow. And they, you don't get the levity that it deserves to watch. Uh, can you imagine your daughter being a revolutionary and moving a full group of people at her age right now? That's what Fred Hampton was doing. You don't get the levity that's required 
when you're watching this movie because there's a 30 year old playing it. Not only did they do this wrong for Fred Hampton's role, not they got somebody from over the water who couldn't speak. <laughs> and, and, and he's over 30 years old. Yeah. So to see a 30 year old lead a group of people, that's, that's, that's natural. That's natural. We, we okay with that. Right. But when you realize he's 18, 19 or 20, you go, he moved all these people and became a national threat to the FBI. Right. To this situation, to, to, you don't get the levity of that. And back to the Judas, Mr. O'Neill. The Judas was also at that same age group. He was 17 years old when he was pressured. I know it's easy to call him a snitch, especially when he looked like a grown man that's portrayed to you. But when you understand that that was a 17-year-old who was probably scared shitless and out of his mind and being pressured by FBI adults. Yeah, no, he didn't have to take the money. He didn't have to do what he did. But he was 17 years old from the streets of Maywood where Fred Hampton himself would have called it the hood. A type of ghetto. And he definitely didn't, um, in the beginning, like he didn't get money until what, later on? Well, well, they gave him a car. They gave him funds to, you know, a little stipend to to get get him along his way. But this was, again, 17... Right. Again, 17, 18, 19 year old who's doing all of this, who's pressured into all this. Can you imagine? Let me say this. A 19 year old was the minister of defense for the Black Panther Party. Wow. You hear that? You hear how that sounds? A 19 year old was the, the minister of defense for the Black Panther Party. This is what we're talking about. That's why I said this movie was a miss. Not because I just not only because I know the story. Look at me. I got my phone on vibrate is it's vibrating. I'm hearing all that. But let me not only not only that. They left out the post assassination piece. That's what the movie should have been out. Judas and the black Messiah. OK, we got Judas. We got the black Messiah. But tell me about the cover up, Chicago. Right. Tell me about the cover up, Pro. Tell me about the cover up, FBI. Tell me how you took a civil organization in the Black Panther Party and created a full program to annihilate, assassinate its leaders and cut it off from its community who had a movement for black lives. Tell me that part. Ryan Coogler, you're better than this, sir. I got to You got to know you're better than this. Come on, Devin. No, I'm, this is so. So tonight, there it is, Dad. Me say that part. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't talk about this before, so I didn't know where you. Yeah, y'all gotta forget, Dad. He didn't where, know what he didn't know what was coming out of my do mouth. I agree with you on on some of these topics because you know me and you we go back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. But man, I I'm I'm almost speechless because. I agree with you for a <laughs> He said, I finally agree with you. I don't know what this, this, this doesn't feel right. You don't feel right? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, I'm, I mean, you, you have to take, if we're going to tell a story, it's Black History Month. And see, this is the problem. This is the problem with, with, with not celebrating Black History 365. When, when you're not celebrating Black History 365, you don't know your history. One, I'm surprised that young and old again didn't know that he was. This was a 21 year old that 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 was murdered and moving this mass group of people and creating all these programs. But they also didn't catch the misses in the story. Look, when I was younger, 
these are things that I studied. Maywood has a, a, a pool named that. This is the Fred Hampton Park, the Fred Hampton Pool. This is this this is what I grew up around. Right. So I know these stories. Right. I, I, I Fred Hampton Jr. That's who I should have got for the show. I should have called Fred Hampton Jr. He could have been on the show. He's the new leader of the Black Panther Party. And yes, they're getting a lot of notoriety right now because of this movie. But they're not even excited about it. They're upset about. It. They 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 don't like the way um, William O'Neill was glorified in this ro- in his role. Again, you got to understand, this was a 17-year-old boy who was pressured. He's not just a snitch. He's a young snitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. This, is, this is what we're dealing with. Ooh. But you know what? They did. They, they, they glorified him in a sense, just like you said, that he was. He definitely looked older. Um, and when, when he's in the, the restaurant and eating and, and being with the cop and sometimes seem, seemingly almost wanting to smile. You know what I mean? Right. This boy was scared. Uh, so they did. They really did. Yeah. Not on. Here, here's another miss. Here's another miss. What what they failed to tell. See when they when you talk about the cover up on on some of these items, the cover up is real, y'all. In the movie, he went to jail for two years. Right. Right. He went to jail for two years. How you gonna go to jail for two years and you get shot at twenty one and you just graduated from high school at seventeen? So he became that level of a threat yeah. in two years. In two years. D- did let y'all know that was um, creative freedom, as my, as my, as my boy uh, Prophet would say. That's creative freedom. It, he absolutely was not in jail for two years for stealing ice cream. He was in jail for about two months, and he was released on bond. These are things. Oh, T, if you haven't seen the movie yet, <laughs> I told you it was a spoiler. Um, it, it's a spoiler, dude. Um, and I apologize, but I want you to go and watch it for yourself because there are still good things to take from it. And I'm going to talk about that as well, but I have to talk about the misses because the levity in the casting, I mean, like, look, I know the first thing that somebody's going to ask me, well, who should have played Fred Hampton? If not Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Daniel, damn Daniel, (laughs) who could have played him? I have a perfect person who could have played him. The, the actor is a young man, 26-year-old, 26-year-old Maestro Harrell. I don't know if you know who Maestro Harrell is. I don't. Maestro Harrell is from Chicago. Hmm. Maestro Harrell played in a, a, a show we, a, a lot of guys love and l- l- very much so love, um, The Wire. He's in Fear the Walking Dead. Again, he's from Chicago, and he can resonate with the story. He's young enough. He knows the dialect. They didn't look anywhere else. Again, Coogler, shame on you. You didn't go look for nobody. You just said, my boy got this role. Right. And, and Lakeith Stanfield, I heard you out there on, um, on Clubhouse talking about how, how people, people um, they auditioned for the role, and that's who got it. No, he had an audition, and he gave it to his boy. See, I know the corporate world, and I know from time to time, we got to post the position, but we already know who's going to get it. <laughs> we already know who gonna get it. Another person who could have played the 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 role of um, Fred Hampton, the the boy Trevor Noah. I think his name Trevor Noah. Let me see if I can let me see if I can find it. His name is Trevor. Oh, is it Trevor Lawrence? The guy who played in Superfly and that plays on the the current sitcom show um, uh, Grownish. That brother. Grownish. Yeah. The, 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 oh, I haven't seen Grownish. You haven't seen Grownish. Well, did you did you see Superfly? I have not. 
Man. That guy. I mean, if you see, he was in a. He's been in a bunch of movies. Again, another young actor that actually looks young. <laughs> Trevor Jackson. No, is it Trevor Jackson? Yes, Trevor Jackson. That's Trevor his Jackson. name. Okay. Trevor Jackson. He played in Superfly, Grownish, Burning Sands. That 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 pretty boy. He again from America. This is how they get us. Do you know half the black people that we watch on TV these days don't? They're not even from America, but they playing hood roles. Yeah. They they trying to mimic the dialect. This is how they get us. They keep us down that way. Yeah. This is the game they play. This is the Adolf's been telling us for a while, like. Y'all better pay attention to how they're doing us. They they use these bi- these terms like BIPOC and POC, people of color and, 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 and black immigrant people of color. They use these terms to get ahead on us. This is what I, you have to watch for this stuff. This is, as my boy Don Miller likes to say, the game is cool. <laughs> and this is how they get us, man. And here's, I got another miss, man. Okay. Oh, before you go, do you miss? Go ahead. You know who I thought would have been great for that role? Who? The brother that was in the movie, actually, he was on, I, I don't know his name. What's the movie with Denzel? Equalizer? The Equalizer 2. Equalizer the, 2. The young brother that they took and they kidnapped him, put him in the trunk and all of that. That young brother. Dang, I remember that dude. You got to give me a name. Search for it. I'll get it for you. Let me know. This, 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 um, another miss. And, and, and I fear that people from Chicago has been a bit upset with me, but I don't care. Bobby Rush. Congressman Bobby Rush, y'all heard me talk about gerontocracy from time to time. And, you know, if you don't know what gerontocracy is, that's a, a a nation ruled by old people. Bobby Rush was portrayed in this movie as well. Bobby Rush, who hasn't talked about this in I don't know how many years, is all of a sudden talking about his relationship with Fred Hampton. And Bobby Rush, the Black Panther Minister of Defense after things happen, somehow he, from what I understand, he stumbled into a Black Panther meeting. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, the myth is that he's still a Black Panther now. Um, look, this is what I want to point out. Black Panthers stood for socialism and everything anti-government just about. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Rush becomes a congressman. That doesn't make sense. How are you going to tout yourself as the Black Panther looking for reform and the thing that you, the very thing that you fought against, you, you become? You run, yeah, that's tough. Come on, man. Look, and, and you got in Chicago, y'all got the nerve to keep electing this man as a part of the Congress. He old. He is tired. Um, it, I'm not saying he's not smart. He's definitely a community organizer. Let's be clear about that. As we're talking about Bobby and the Fred Hampton movie, I want to be clear about the level of community organization Bobby was able to do. Bobby Congressman, Bobby Rush. Hey, look, job well done. But at this age, you should have had a mentee. When was he elected? Oh, you you making me think uh, about things I don't I don't even wanna I don't even wanna remember. Let me see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I can pull it up. I got this thing called Google on my computer. <laughs> I I got this thing called Google on my computer. Oh and 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 we also got an audience. Hey, how about this? So I can keep going. Oh, since 1993. There it is. It, it happened real quick. Congressman Bobby Rush, uh, he, he would be a Sagittarius, too. His birthday, three days away from my He is 74 years old, y'all. 74, wow. And he's still a congressman. It, it, is that from lack of leadership in, in the city? Or is that from old people who just don't want to, who just don't want to come out of, um, um, who just don't want to come out of, of, of office? Um, thank you, Desmond, for that comment. 
Yes, Bobby Seale also ran for mayor in Oakland, and yes, he almost ran. But that's the part that I don't understand. If we're really a revolutionary who is a part of socialism, how can... Oh, yes, Bobby does need to retire, Miss Elaine. Bobby Rush is... Oh, he's 74, guys. I talk about gerontocracy so much. Speaking of... Um, yeah, take, t- took his seat and got comfortable. Yeah, he, he definitely got comfortable. Um, but yeah, that that this is the thing... You say if 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 a young man came out and and voted for Bobby Rush would be voted out. yeah I mean look we need some we that's definitely a call for leadership um not just not just in Chicago everywhere because y'all heard me talk about gerontocracy we we got the oldest sitting president in the nation and in, in nation's history right. and before him we had the oldest sitting president in nation's history right. and when you talk about nancy pelosi and the majority mitch and all of, these are old people yeah. they don't represent who we are as a nation anymore they don't they look we 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 on a show through facebook and they don't even know how to post <laughs> They got to get ready to give up the seats, man. Look, yeah, from, yes, they, they, it's time for them to go. But as I, as, as I continue this conversation about, um, the movie, I, I, I gave you my missus mm-hmm. before, before I go, I'm gonna put a pen in where I'm really about to, and where I'm about to go from a black history standpoint. Okay. I want to know what you, what you guys thought about the movie. Devin, definitely. I want to know what your take is on this movie. What's your, what, what I mean, what, before I said all this stuff that I said, I probably should have asked you first. Hey, <laughs> I done changed your mind. My mind has changed. Um, you know, I I I went into it trying to see, you know, just trying to see uh, what's going on, and I missed. That's one of the things that I missed because I didn't know my history about this guy was a young fellow. Mm-hmm. So seeing an older guy come up, I'm like, oh, this is another Hugh P. Newton story. Right, yeah, yeah. Hugh P. Newton was the the founder of the Black Panther Party and also a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. They're gonna plug, Des. They're gonna plug, baby. We gonna stay in there. Look, I'm telling you, boy, Sigma is the greatest fraternity on the face of the planet. We move, we move mountains, man. Look, look at these all these segments, man. Look, put the link out there. Put the link out there, Dev. I want to see what. Hey, if 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 this is where I, I'm, I'm I'm inviting you guys to come in. And share with me your thoughts on for for those who who've watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, again, this is a story not about Fred Hampton. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about Fred Hampton. At least what I know about Fred Hampton. Um, but this is a Miss 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 Elaine Marshall. Get get Gregory Sane on the line right now. I want him to come in and talk to us about Fred Hampton. This is a guy that I know that knows. We are this family is close to that family. Matter of fact, <laughs> this is funny. This, this is my my uncle gonna be mad at me. He ain't gonna be mad at me when he was practicing getting ready to practice law mm-hmm. before he took the bar. He actually won <laughs> the Fred Hampton Oratory Award. Wow. And, and let me say this again. Fred Hampton has an oratory award, and they put a guy up there who said, I am a lunar. <laughs> Help me out. Help me out, Ryan Coogler. Why did you think that was okay after you heard him? You should have said, hey, man, this <laughs> Fred didn't really talk like this. Do I need to play the clip again? Play the go quote again one more time so y'all can hear Fred Hampton speak in his own voice. He doesn't go, I am a lunar. I don't believe I'm gonna die from spitting on a piece of ice. I don't believe I'm gonna die because I got a bad heart. I don't believe I'm gonna die because of lung cancer. 
I believe that I'm going to be able to die what I was in the, in the thing that I was born for. I believe that I'm going to be able to die high off the people. I believe that I will be able to die as a revolutionary in the international revolutionary post-terror struggle. Why don't you live for the people? Why don't you struggle for the people? Why don't you die for the people? Before you go to bed, man, say I am a revolutionary. Make that the last word. <laughs> say that. I am a revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. That that was said very simply. My, I got my, my wife was in here putting the um the captions on because they couldn't understand them. Look again. Engage with us on the front line. Hit the comment. Hit, hit the link. Give me some. Hit the link in the comments. Come join us on the front line and tell me what your disagreement is, or tell me what this. Um, tell me how you feel about the movie. I would love to hear your feedback. But as I play that clip, us listening to Chairman Fred Hampton, how he was going to die for the revolution. Let's talk about the revolution that he actually did. This my. Here we go. Black history. Ready? Y'all. Y'all ready? I hope y'all ready. Revolutionary begins when people get hungry. Mm-hmm. What did Fred Hampton do? He, people don't know this. Everybody always say free breakfast program, mm-hmm. Black Panther Party. They are known for monitoring the police and a free breakfast program. Right. Let me, let me tell you something about this free breakfast pro, Breakfast. Look, I'm from the hood. Breakfast program. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Fred Hampton, in his very early years, I'm talking about 10 years old, used to cook food and give it out to the stu- um, give it out to kids younger than him. He is the person who orchestrated. Oh, Mr. Sane will be on shortly. Thank you so much. Um, he is the person who orchestrated the free breakfast program. You got to understand something when we're talking about revolutions. Revolutions begin when people get hungry. So when you start feeding people. When, 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 when you start feeding people and they can do for themselves, guess what? You don't start to rationalize crazy stuff no more. Mm. You, you realize who your enemy is. Oh, they, thank you, Dev, um, Desmond. That's something also Fred Hampton did. Fred, um, Fred Hampton, at 17 years old, was a part of the NAACP. 17-year-old community organizer, youth chapter president of the NAACP. The student of nonviolent, the student of the student nonviolent coalition. Um, let me get my notes up just in case I mess this up. Student nonviolent coalition. He was um, Black Panther Party chairman. This guy has been doing. St- he, he. This is not some thug kid that they made him out to be. Right. This is a honor student from Proviso East. All those from Proviso East stand up. This is a this is a young student from Proviso East who graduated with honors, went to Triton College in River Grove, Illinois, and was a part of some of the most influential black organizations that you've ever heard of NAACP, the black Panther party, the, um, nonviolent student, nonviolent coalition, um, committee. Thank you. Desmond said it for me earlier. He, he, he bought people together that eventually became the rainbow coalition. Look, when I say Fred Hampton was murdered by the Chicago police, Ryan Coogler and them killed him again. Because they're not telling his story the proper way. You didn't put him on. Oh, come on. Don't just listen, Mr. Sane. I need you to click that link that is in the comments. Post it again. I want Mr. Sane to join us on this show. I'm about to, man, look. When you talk about a revolutionary, <laughs> that go to link again, Mr. Sane. I need you, I need people to, I need people to hear 
the type of person that Fred Hampton was. This is a man, he, he, he's a um, black intellectual radio host, um, Mr. Gregory saying, always telling us the butt naked truth. He's had the likes of um, Fred Hampton come on, Fred Hampton Jr. come on his show. Oh, thank you, Desmond. Partnership for the young patriots, the young lords. That's what united that united us against poverty. When you watch this movie and he goes into the 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 Ku Klux Klan meeting mm -hmm. and and or or we skinhead of whatever you want to call him, when he goes into this meeting and he and and then he goes to the um, young lords or the Puerto Rican gang and then the the as they called them on the show, the crowns, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, when he goes into these gang member meetings and tell and, and pull them all together as a impoverished meet a movement. Notice all the people that every black history month, they want to tell us who we should celebrate. And it's like a broken record at this point mm -hmm. because they're going to put Martin Luther King on display. They killed him. Oh yeah. They don't talk about, about Fred Hampton, who they also killed. Right. They're going to talk about Malcolm X, mm -hmm. who they also killed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're going to talk about all the people who they killed. <laughs> and, they, and they're going to keep teaching this to our, our youth. They're going to keep teaching th these stories to our youth. But let me, let me point out a, 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 very, a very linked part of this story when it comes to Black History Month. Martin Luther King died when he started the poor man's movement. Uh -huh. He said, we're marching on Washington. Y'all seen me play this clip. We marching on Washington, and when we come to Washington, we coming to get what, Devin? Uh, see, you put me on the spot. We coming to get the check. Two days later, he died. Fred Hampton, when he was just feeding Negroes and, 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 and watching the cops do their dirty work, he was good. Cause he was some kid. It was a little kid, the Black Panther Party. Uh, what are he doing? But as soon as he started putting the skinheads from the trailer parks and the Puerto Ricans and the gang members, he he, he had the gang members sign a pact of nonviolence, like an official pact of nonviolence to move all together. When this when poor people movements become a part of this story, yeah. That's when the government come get you. Why do they come get us, Devin? Because they we are a capitalist society. Right. Do I agree with capitalism? At this point, I do. That's what I was raised under. Right. But what y'all like about so what y'all like so much about the Democrats is a socialist pro a socialism socialist program. That's what you guys like. Welfare and, and you got it. I mean, again, we need social. Some people need social programs. Yes. Yes. Some people need free lunch. By the way, Fred Hampton's free lunch program that was started through the Black Panther Party became Chicago Public Schools free lunch program. Wow. We're not just talking about no regular dude. Right. 17 year old. Hey, thank you. Let's say that again. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, bang, bang. Right. That's the guy they killed. A young, inspiring guy who could move multiple communities together. Anytime you move multi com multiple communities, that's why they don't care about this Black Life Matters. This ain't a movement. This is a moment. Right. That's what my guy said. It, this is not a movement. This is a moment. Like, it's, it's like what you're, you're saying is hit me. Like, this is crazy. Like, it, just go. I got to gather my thoughts, man. <laughs>
Golly. Man, wow. look, Greg saying, if you out there, come on, man. I, I, I really want you to come in because, yeah, he, I, I seen him say, give me three minutes. Uh, you, your three minutes is up. I've <laughs> been talking. Look, a, again, I, I don't know. Do I just got a bunch of people who ain't watched the movie <laughs> and see the man say, I am a revolutionary? <laughs> or or do I got, a, got, got people I'm just spoiling the movie for right now? <laughs> I'm not saying don't go watch the movie. You you absolutely sh- should go watch it. But then when you watch it, also go read a little bit about Fred Hampton. This is just not no average dude, man. This is what I'm talking about. Dude. So the, the movie, mm-hmm. from j- just from, I, I did a little research after after the fact. Okay. But just watching the movie, I just see a guy that come from the hood, got a woman pregnant, mm-hmm. led, you know, led a couple things. And mumbled through the whole movie. Yeah, you know, talk about why you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Man, look, again, we talk about the legacy of Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton fed the people. Like I said, when you revolution start when people hungry. You don't rationalize abuse. You don't rationalize abuse when you can pr- provide for yourself. Right. So when you can, when you start feeding the people, when you start feeding the people, you got to love your friends, man. Look, I'm getting messages from my friends. Call in. Stop talking to me on the, on the side. Call in. And Don Miller, you out there. What you doing? I hope you watching. I don't know. Am, am I going left or something? If I'm going left, you can call in, pimp. I'm, I'm putting the link out there again. <laughs> okay, you're putting the link out there again. Put the link out there again. Look, when, when you can start feeding yourself and doing for yourself... That's when the revolution begins. And that's what they continue to kill us over. Yeah. Where did you think I was going to go with this tonight? I, I'd love to hear that. Where did you think I was going to go? Did y'all, what did y'all think I was going to say tonight? It was just, it's, the, 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 the Judas movie was terrible. I, I, <laughs> because you, 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 you talk so bad about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought that you were gonna come in, come over here and applaud this movie. <laughs> I, I, I like I, I don't know where I didn't I didn't know I didn't know you throw me you throw me a left you go to left field every time so I, I you threw me again. I threw yeah, man, look I gotta keep you on your toes I guess I guess a few people are saying the same thing. Um, see what's going on with Greg. He's trying to come in. Let's see what's going on. Um. It, Family, that link is uh, what the the comment link, the Frontline Stereo Podcast comment. That's the link. If you can copy and paste that, whether you're on a phone, I don't care how you get in. I definitely want you to hear from Gregory Sane. Gregory Sane is not just a prolific speaker, a talk show host on TV, media, and radio, um, all outlets of media. He's also a member of the Chicago School Public School Board. Uh, he works for the Chicago Public Schools. Let me say that. I, I said that wrong. He works for Chicago Public Schools. So he's going to, he's, he's he's definitely, I, I'm hoping we get a chance to, to get him in on this, uh, get his insight in on this. I, I don't know what I'm going to say sometimes, y'all. I just know as I was sitting there watching this movie, just like when I was watching Hamilton, something didn't resonate right. And mm-hmm. it finally clicked at the end of the movie when they said Fred Hampton died when he was 21 years old. Yep. It was about to snitch. I started off saying that. It was. But again, I said they casted it wrong. They casted the movie wrong. When you have a 30-year-old playing someone who is in the lights, just 
a likes of a 17, 18, a teenager, right. a, a young adult, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like we talking about O'Neal, William O'Neal, right? Mm -hmm. Very first, um, one of the first scenes when him coming in and um, impersonating the FBI agent right. to, to steal a car. Right. That looked like a 20-year-old guy, 30-year-old guy. I mean, a 30-year-old man trying to impersonate an FBI. You don't think nothing of it. Right. And he was supposed to be 17 at that point. Exactly. He's supposed wow. to be 17. Yeah. yeah. I know I don't believe you. That's why I, I was I was so confused at that. I'm like, he's like, you ain't no FBI agent. No, I would have said the same question. You ain't no FBI agent. You're right. too young to be an FBI agent. Right. But that's what happened when you don't cast the right people and you cast anybody in a role. Think about Ava DuVernay's, DuVernay. Did I say that right? I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Ava DuVernay's movie, When They See Us, um, the, about the, the, the story about the Central Park Five. She casted children in a children's role. Right. So when they went to jail and experienced the things that they were experiencing, you felt every bit of that. Man, um, when I tell you I was ready to load up the gun hey. and just go find somebody. Don't load it. I, you know, I, I wanted to punch it, a wall or something. Do that. It, I, I didn't do that either. I cried. <laughs> look, I, I ain't ashamed to say, look, man, I was crying like a baby. My wife was sitting next to me. She's like, you crying? I'm like, yeah, man, it's, it's, you know, we didn't do nothing like this to people. That's, that's what we go with this, man. Look, you can't, you, you, that's, the, that's the levity we lost. Again, that's the levity we lost right. with having people like that in, in, a, in, a, in a role when, they, when they're 30 years old. Yeah. We lost that levity. Wow. 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 Because I'm, I'm all, this is how you feel about Hamilton and how they were cast you know they cast black people and I, so yeah, I, I now you can feel it. Huh? I feel I I don't agree with you. Yeah, whatever. But I I can feel how you feel now. Man, look, y'all can go back and watch that show. It was from season one. I had my my guy Maurice Prophet, B side studio um, director and producer come on the show and we talked about Hamilton everybody wants to be in a room where it happened and had these kids singing all these hip hop songs about Hamilton and all these people <laughs> uh, thank you I couldn't do it either they were singing these songs and I'm looking at black people cast as roles the slave owners I just can't do it and were they prolific actors and great actors yes y'all go back and watch that show hear that opinion because Devin was he's about he was lit he was upset that day you didn't you weren't on that show you weren't on that show, but you call, you called me like soon as I got off the show. I did. My kids watched that show, and they they like to be in a room where it happened. And you laid into me for about forty five solid minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and you was like, "We need actors like this. We need to have black actors on Broadway." Well, look, this uh, <laughs> you made me see. Look, when I get to talking, I think about things. Here's another thing that I think about: Where's all these big black stars at? That got all this bankroll. These the the again Ava DuVernay when she did with, with uh when they the the Central Park Five story, she had Oprah had Oprah yeah. fund some money. Yeah, the Jewish people. This is what happened when this is what happened when the Jewish people give you the money. Mm. When the Jewish people give you the money, they can control the storyline. That's why we didn't get the 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 Cointel Pro story. That's why we didn't get the the cover up story. When I say we didn't get the cover up stories, I'm sorry, Gregory's saying I didn't left some. I'm, I'm about to tell. I'm not about to tell it all. I wanted you to tell it, but I'm about to tell it all. We we don't we don't get the we don't get the the backstory of how they went in there and found 99 bullet holes in the in the room where where Fred Hampton died yeah. and 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 determined through multiple sources that 98 of those 99 bullets was, was fired by the police. 
And the, 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 the one bullet that was fired by a Black Panther par- Party member was the bullet that was fired in reaction to being shot. Right. Boom. Straight up. That's what that bullet was. He it wasn't even pointed at nobody. This is the stuff that we miss when we let them control the narrative. Will Smith, where are you at? You bankroll movies. Come on, bankroll this one. Um, Byron Allen. See, the, see, this is this is where we mess around. We we love Byron Allen, right? Mm-hmm. Byron Allen's the dude who has his. He got the Weather Channel and he fought Comcast. Yeah, he just settled. We love. I, I, and, and let me let me be clear about this. I still have a, a level of respect for Byron Allen, but that what happened when you married a white people. You just can't say anything. <laughs> he married one of the white people. Oh my gosh! Follow, he, follow our white listeners. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> hey, love look, you. Uh, we, we do. You know I do. But however, that's what happened. Y'all control the narrative. We have to get behind. We we have to find. <laughs> thank you. We have to find. People that are going to bankroll this movie and bankroll it the right way so we can tell the, the proper story. That's that's why we, that's why I don't want to do a black history month show. That's why I want to come on and have collard green conversation. Uh, we get all oh, my man is and he's about to join us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, look, everybody. Welcome to the studio. Um, Mr. Gregory saying I'm going to let him tell y'all what he do. Just them pull him on in. Gregory saying welcome to the front line stereo podcast. Let's impromptu, ain't it? My main man, brother. What you tell him is impromptu. I just, let me tell you something. I was enjoying listening to the truth. And you know, that's the only thing that's going to set us free. And you hit the nail on the head when you use the word narrative. Look, propaganda is a tool that the enemy of our people, the enemy, I mean, every black organization, and let me first say before I even get into that, I want to thank the creator. I want to thank, man, God for sparing my life, for giving me another day to, you know, to say and to be who I am and to bear witness to a young man that Terrell T.L. <laughs> he said, he know me, he know me, know me, y'all. Yeah. Look, he, he get yeah. my government yeah. name out. You yeah. Stop yeah. it, Greg. <laughs> a man because he knows my love for his aunt, his mother, his family. And to, to hear him, uh, you know, you hear people talking about stay woke, they conscious. Ah, I talk about that on another show, but this is consciousness. This is being woke this is being relevant this is being present so i thank the creative man for depositing in you and the brother and others man courage conviction to really understand this whole uh uh uh, uh game you know this whole playbook it's been going on since marcus garvey's day since harriet tubman Every black man or woman that have ever spoke the truth and stood up to oppression, they have always looked for a way to murder them, to assassinate them, to to malign them, man, to make you think. They owe the nation of Islam an apology for lying and make it appear as though the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has something to do with the death of Malcolm, you old Minister Farrakhan, apology. I saw the sister on the Breakfast Club with her watered down response. Terrible. Love you, sister. That was Malcolm's daughter. She on there with Charlemagne and with some real stupid questions.
questions. They didn't even get to the root of here's a man with a letter saying that he and the FBI planned that whole assassination of your father. And you still trying to paint this multicultural bull crap. That is POC. You can get along with whoever you want to get along with. We respect people. We don't care if you psychedelic. But damn it, I'm not going to compromise the truth. I ain't watering down nothing to get along with you. And if you can't take it, then I guess we'll just talk with each other while we're having a glass of wine or whatever. And we're going to leave those conversations alone. Because if you talk to Terrell, if you talk to TL, you talk to me, you talk to the brother, God damn it, you're going to hear the truth. Now, are we going to go along to get along? Hell no. Because guess what? I know for a fact, man, Fred Hampton fed me breakfast when I lived in the Robert Taylor homes. My mother's short on money. How the hell you want to kill a man like that that's feeding breakfast, free breakfast, organic, because then wasn't no processed food. Man, we was getting toast right out the oven, right? We was getting food. Hey, brothers, we were eating good. Then he gave me some affirmation. All right, make sure you walk the sisters across the street and you see a lady with some bags, make sure you carry the bags and, and make sure you, brother, make sure you tell the people you love them. And, and then he made me a power to the people. And then it was like, a man, I love you, brother. I love you too, sir. And really thank you for the breakfast. Right, what you, what you tell him? With something in my tummy. Right, what you tell him? Back then, y'all were some different type of brothers, man. You don't walk around and be like, I love you. We barely can say that now. We sitting up, every time we say I love you, we say no homo after it. Look, I love you, Gregory Sane. Look, you, this, right. is, this brother has been around me since I was um, very young. But I want, I want you to speak to the connection you have to the Hampton family. I know you, you, Look, you do the show on Butt Naked Truth, and you had Fred Junior on your show three times. There three it is. Times, and with and his mom, uh, a really beautiful sister. I I've spoken with her. We sat there in the studio, and 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 she listened to the whole interview. And Fred Hampton Junior, man, he was in her stomach. Imagine I'm talking to the little brother mm -hmm. that was in the mama's stomach when the terrorists came in the house. Yeah, the terrorists. Yeah, that, stop look, calling stop calling them, them what, totally, right. Look, the, the, look. Because those are, are terrorists. They are the epitome of terrorists. They are worse than anybody in the so-called Al-Qaeda or the Taliban. God damn it, the Taliban, them are, are like kids play when it comes to the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover and even Hanrahan here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. But this little brother, uh, Fred Hampton Jr., man, the spirit of his father, you think it's an accident that he was able to live? They was trying to kill everybody in that apartment. I mean, murderers, man. And, and when I talked to him, he understands. And all he really wanted was the truth to come out that, you know, not just our museum and you all make my... My, the house that they murdered my father and assassinated my father and make it a museum. No, he want people to know, man, that anybody, and, and T, you said it, you already said it, when you embarrass the government, every time you start talking about poverty, that's what got Dr. King, you know, right there, they was like, we got to kill him because he embarrassing us. He moving too many people. About poverty. And then he, the strike 
for the uh, 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 um, I forgot that that union thing, but with the strike, they was like, oh, he got to go right now because he embarrassing us. See, they never wanted, bro. That's why, as 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 a people, Fred Hampton he go around the whole country to talking about uplifting our people and humanity as a whole. But because by nature we respect people, and if you want to do whatever color you are. That's your prerogative. That's how you were born. But at the end of the day, we believe in freedom, justice, and equality. And they didn't want us to have that. They want, they want to give a few Negroes some jobs, a few Negroes some titles. They got us worshiping Michael Jordan and Denzel. They want it they because they're not moving people like that. Mike, Michael Jordan, do you know we want a, we want somebody that play autograph? We want somebody that out. Autograph. Did you hear what I just said? They play and they act. But somebody that's real, we walk right past them. They programmed us so damn effectively that we run around looking for uh, people that they can make overnight a hmm. celebrity. But none of those Negroes, man, are promoting the truth. None of them from Man, y'all heard it here first on the Frontline Stereo Podcast from Gregory saying, Gregory, I can't appreciate, I can't say how much I appreciate you just jumping on. Impromptu. No, I just wanted to say that, but and I say this going off. I want to say this going off. And this is very important. The Honorable Brother Minister Louis Farrakhan is, is the biggest threat to America, brother. Organized See, people. See, you can bring a million or so men in Washington and after they left, you couldn't find a bubblegum rapper. But then the insurrectors go, just a few of them, and tap the whole damn capital. But when the Million Man March went to Washington, all of the white people, congressmen, they left Washington, D.C. They left Washington, brother, and a million black men, and it wasn't one incident. Not one not incident men from all over the damn world in washington not one incident so we gotta stop allowing these people to put us in these little wicked categories as you said t we gotta control the narrative we gotta tell our story and it's a damn shame that all of these generations of young people coming up during Black History Week, we still watering down. We still want to hear, I have a dream. No, we don't want to read the, the letter from the Birmingham jail. Thank we you. We want to water it down. Can we all just get, get along? along kind of I'm tired of getting along. I don't want to get, get along with the enemy. No, but peace and love. Keep up the good work. And I'm telling you all, it's not an accident that Judas and the Black Messiah and this police officer who who reveal what went down with Malcolm. All of it is coming to full circle. We've been telling people, but look at the scholars. Spike Lee, you should be ashamed of yourself without finding the truth. You entertain us. Denzel did a great job, you know, playing Malcolm, but y'all hit the damn truth because you were really bent on trying to make the Honorable Elijah Muhammad look bad, and you really don't know the true history of what happened to Malcolm and what happened to Fred or Dr. King because your butt been compromised and all they got to do is give you a check and put a wire on you. I'm sorry, Sharpton. I ain't trying to expose you, Al Sharpton, but I'm just, <laughs> just saying, you know, I'm just saying, anyway, in closing, 
that we got a bunch of tricks. Don't get fooled, man. We need more than just simple. All of the black women, y'all go crazy. You want your look converse and you want your look pearls for Kamala Harris. Um, look, you're going to have to stop it. We're going we go, to we gonna bring you we going to bring you back. We're going to bring you back on a show where we where you are a guest instead of this impromptu. I can't say no, how much I... There it is. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, everybody, that was Gregory Sane. And, and look, man, I'm going to have Gregory Greg, Gregory Sane come back. That's the the host of the Butt Naked Truth right there on Intellectual Radio in Chicago, Illinois. Man, look, it, 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 it gets nuts. I'm telling you, I don't come from no different. I come from a different stock, bro. Um, look, we, we had some people... Look, he, he hit the nail on the head when he said there was a we just watched the Capitol get took by the Boogaloo Boys, the the um, what's some of the Proud Boys oh, boy, yeah. and all these other people. And they had the people up in there hiding. And here it is. They was worried about us in the Million Man March. Desmond, are you ready? Joe, are you ready? J- J- JT, are you ready? Here come the third plug. Million Man March. Headquarters out of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated's headquarters. We help plan the Million Man March. Look, I am keep telling y'all why we the greatest fraternity on the face of the planet. You might want to you might want to come see about us because we we not just we just not talking about it. We we out there doing it. We out there doing it, man. Look, I don't come from no regular stock people. I. I appreciate you guys joining me tonight. Let's let's give them tease taken. Let's get on out of here. We this the hour of power, hour long, hour strong, and we and then we and then we cut it out, and then we cut it out. Devin, do you, you know, tease take? It's it's time for tease take. He, he he don't put my government name out there. Hey man, look, I appreciate Gregory saying again, and I appreciate you guys staying with me. But as I as I start to wrap this thing up, I want y'all to think about a few things. I, I know myself, I had a time more than once in my life where I felt purposeless. Yep, I said it. I felt purposeless from time to time, more than once in my life. You might've felt that way too. However, I have amazing family, great friends, and some great people around me. Uncle Merv, uh, if you get the chance to hear this, thank you for setting me straight the other night. Um, one thing this movie did inspire, th- this movie did inspire in me, or should I say, help me realize, is that timing is everything. I hear my boy tell me all the time, timing is everything. But in my head, I'm thinking, but we don't know how much time we have. If you, like me, are pushing for greatness amongst those who are great in your eyes, remember it took a young man in Fred Hampton just three to four short years to make a lasting impact. So if you pushing, if you are pushing, push, persist until something happens. You like how I did that, right? <laughs> if you if you are one of those elder men, don't don't be like Bobby Rush, 74, still a congressman. Start find find one of the mentees that are pushing to be great. Pull them up. Allow them space to grow. Set them on a path. They don't always know what path they they're gonna be on. I don't know what path I'm be on. Don Miller, thank you for putting me on a path. I know this mouth is gonna get me somewhere. Y'all been telling me it's gonna get me in trouble, or it's gonna it was gonna make me famous. I don't know which one it's gonna do. It's probably gonna get me in trouble, as it's done a few times before. Because if you put these people on a path, they might determine that they're right where they belong. And if they determine that they're not where they belong, at least you set them on a path 
to where they do belong because of their experience. And they'll have you to thank for that. Thank you, everybody, for joining the Frontline Stereo Podcast. And as I like to say, you can now back up off the front line.